everyone uh, music frenzy uh, radio network here uh, classics in 30 John on the radio with you uh, happy Monday um, yeah I know that's kind of uh, doesn't make much sense happy Monday but <laughs> today wasn't too bad for me here on the East Coast we at least we had some decent weather chilly as shit but uh, you know it'll, it'll get there just about May so um, we're got our fingers crossed but, uh, yeah, so tonight we're going to talk about uh, Mr. Howard Jones. I mean, uh, you know, there's not many others who were so iconic in the 80s than Howard. Um, he had so many top 40 hits, top 10 hits. Yeah, he was just, he was big during the uh, early 80s, throughout the whole 80s, actually. And, of course, in the MTV video era, um, if you turned it on at some point, you know, during the day, probably a couple times you saw Howard Jones's uh, video. So... Um, in 2015, I interviewed Howard um, when he was uh, promoting his uh, multimedia experience tour, and um, we talked about some of the hits from the 80s, and actually Live Aid, which is r- really cool, so we'll touch on that tonight, and uh, we'll play a couple songs from other bands that I dig um, from back at that time. So let's uh, start off with um, the song New Song. Uh, that was the first hit over here in the States by Howard. Um, it came from 1983 uh, from the album Humans Lib. And that was our first taste of Howard Jones. And uh, yeah, here it is, new song.
All right, there you go. A little Howard Jones for you. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny because we start off the uh, episode with uh, David Bowie's Let's Dance, and yeah, you really want to dance after hearing Howard Jones' music, and that was new song. Okay, so um, I'm going to play our uh, interview that I did with Howard Jones from 2015, and you got to listen to it. Um, you know, we talk about the hits, the videos, and in particular, uh, Live Aid which, you know, we our first taste, like we just played of Howard, was in 1983. So uh, Live Aid was July 15th, 1985. And, uh, you know, so two years, you know, in, in the biz and uh, already had a couple hits, and here he is, uh, you know, performing at Live Aid. And the people that he met that day, he speaks of, and it's just, you know, you, you really got to put yourself in his position um, of being in this... Uh, this once-in-a-lifetime event and meeting these people that he's, you know, just looked up to um, musically and otherwise. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, here's our interview with uh, Mr. Howard Jones. Your music was such a part of of my teen years, my high school years. Um, and, you know, I'm trying to be cool, but I'm starting to geek out a little bit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, you, you know, Howard, I remember MTV when it was MTV, you know, when it actually played music videos. And, you know, you were a, a mainstay. You were a staple of the MTV generation, you know? When you look back at that, you know, that point in your career, what are your thoughts and memories of that portion? Well, I mean, it was a, it was a very exciting time to be a, a new artist because we had the chance to use different tools and, 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 and mediums that maybe, you know, the generations before didn't have. I mean, you know, it was, it was expected that you would make a video. My very first single, I made a video. Um, and then every single one after that had a video. So we were already thinking very visually. And at the same time, you know, for me, I was pioneering, you know, new, new gear that was coming out, you know, the drum machines, the uh, synthesizers, and, you know, working very, uh, in a very different way in the studio, using sampling and using, you know, all the new uh, amazing sort of synths, that, you know, that were coming out at the time. So, so we had all these new, new toys and tools to work with, and, and video as well. So it was a very exciting time to and looking back at some of those videos that I used to see all the time and now I get to ask a couple questions about them um, you know a couple thoughts popped in, into my head um, you know like filming uh, Everlasting Love there's several scenes of mummies walking around this, the uh, streets and doing different things and you know I, and if you look at it you know you just see cars driving by and so forth and um, I'm sure that there was a lot of head turning from people passing by with when that was happening no? <laughs> yeah, so that's right, yeah. I mean, we, we uh, they just have on the street filming. Uh, I don't know how we, how we got away with it. I know, uh, I mean, Santa Monica at the moment, I know you can't do anything like that unless you've got a permit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. When a new song came out and broke through here in, in the States, it's such a... Um, a bouncy song, and I think that a lot of your music, you know, are very positive and, and very high energy. Um, the uh, the synthesizer solo in new song is is just so memorable. Um, you know, is that something that you know you just developed as if like a guitar player comes up with a riff and they build a song around that solo? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think there's a bit of like classical um, influence there. Um, um, you know, coming through the ice. You know, 
singing songs live, you know, it wasn't, because um, I was doing three or four shows a week with the one man um, electronic band. And so the songs, you know, I got to try them out in front of a live audience as soon as I come up with an idea that I could try it out and see what things work. So I remember new song, you know, when I, when I played it for the first time in its sort of primitive form and people went absolutely nuts. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, of course, uh, the video for Things Can Only Get Better came out, and, um, you know, that's more of like a live performance. And talk about high energy and looking back on it now, just nailing the 80s vibe. Um, that video does that very, very well. Um, one of the uh, concerts I, I was able to uh, see you at was at Live Aid. Oh, yeah. I mean, what a huge event. I was over here in Philly at JFK Stadium. Can you give me a, a sense of what the vibe was backstage between yourself and the other musicians, knowing that you were doing this big global event? Well, I mean, it was very, it was very, it was just a, a blur of, 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 of excitement and adrenaline that day, you know. Um, I think everyone who was there, no matter how big an artist they were, there's, and, and obviously you know, there was some huge artists there. I think everyone felt that they were participating in something that was beyond anything they had done before, that anyone had ever done before. So, in, in, so in a sense, we were all in the same boat, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I got, I got to meet David Bowie that day, and I hung out with, with um, Paul McCartney and Lynn McCartney. And, well. Holy cow. exciting for me being a, a young man you know in the audience just yeah. watching everything so I could only imagine being around everyone and yeah. being a part of that it must have been incredible very cool. I gotta say, you know, some artists as yeah. they get older, their voice goes away, but your voice sounds good and yeah. the, the musical great. talents Thank there you. and fantastic. That's great. Thank you, John.
Okay, that was Everlasting Love from 1989's Howard Jones album, Cross That Line. So I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, interview there with Howard. Um, I mean, <laughs> you know, going back again, just, just a segment about Live Aid. I mean, you know, meeting David Bowie, hanging out, as he says, backstage with uh, Paul and Linda McCartney. Um, you know, meeting Princess Diana and uh, Prince Charles. I mean, unbelievable. Um and yeah, I was at the uh, JFK portion of Live Aid. It was uh, my birthday was the next day, July sixteenth, my birthday. So um, we ended up going down and hanging out the whole day. And I mean, just wow, it was just unbelievable. I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning, but I remember Live Aid. So I remember so much about that. It was great. And um, yeah, it was good talking to Howard. So you know, reliving the you know those times and his tune. So. Um, okay, so, you know, uh, we'll uh, wrap up tonight's episode with the Howard Jones tune, but I wanted to get into a couple songs that um, I also dig just from that time frame. Man, one of the hottest girls <laughs> that was on MTV um, around that time, or early 80s, like 80, 83 is when this song came out from Germany, 99 Luft Balloons. Nina was unbelievable, and even the live video that they had where she had a little bit of armpit hair, does it doesn't even matter to me because she is knocked down gorgeous so uh okay let's just uh think about nina and go back to 99 left balloons
All right, back here on Music Frenzy Radio Network and Classics in 30. Once again, we're flashing back to the 80s, and uh, you know we've done pretty good so far tonight. We hit 82 uh, with uh, After the Fire there and Der Komasa. And then we, of course, we hit 1983 with Nana. And yeah, I played the German version. So what of it? On my metal show, I play uh, Rammstein, and they sing German too. So, so there. And then, uh, you know, we went to uh, 1989 with Everlasting Love uh, with Howard Jones, and we're going to wrap up here in 1985 with Things Can Only Get Better from the Dream Into Action album. So, yeah, you know, I uh, I appreciate you guys stopping by and uh, reliving the 80s with me. Um, I appreciate the uh, interview that we did with Howard Jones, and we're going to wrap up here, like I said, with Things Can Only Get Better. Enjoy your evening. Thanks. Thanks.